Okay, and I'm hitting me. Okay, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. You rolling? Yeah. Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> running good evening everybody good afternoon everybody and welcome to the fake ass radio show on Podbean and strangelabel.com i am your host scab d are we still on strange label i don't even know i don't know if strange label is still a thing anymore mike is uh strange label still a thing are we still on there let me know this show is brought to you by Alec Baldwin's iPhone. The most sought after item this holiday season, <laughs> according to the FBI. So get your hands on one of those today. Coming up in the hour, music from Black Milk and Alicia Keys and so much more. But first, must introduce my co-host, the Crosby to my K and some other holiday shit. I don't have anything else. <laughs> it's Rano, ladies and gentlemen. What up, Rano? How you doing? Oh, what's up? What's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm off. I'm not working. You're done for the year. Yes. Fantastic. I don't go back until January 3rd. Fantastic. So. Awesome. Yes. And then I'm going to Aruba for a week. Oh, man. You're ready to rock, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking A. Awesome. Well, fucking A. Happy holidays to you, my friend. Yeah, fucking talking about uh, Alec Baldwin's fucking iPhone. Alec Baldwin's iPhone real quick. Like, I don't know why the FBI wants his iPhone. Don't they put everything in the cloud anyways? Doesn't everything that you say and do in the iPhone go up into the cloud? Isn't that why I've seen Scarlet? Johansson naked because she put pictures in that motherfucker like why do they need the phone itself I don't know it makes no sense Eric to me. Baldwin Eric Bardwin yeah. <laughs> who knows I don't know, dude I think you can uh, disable some of your cloud functions all right well so. I'm an android so I have no fucking clue how that shit works yeah I, I switched I have an iPhone yeah I remember that what do you think about your iPhone I love it it's so much better than fucking Android. It really is. Wow. I mean, it does everything I need it to do. What I like about it is just basically the functionality of everything, how it ties everything together. 
And then, you know, I'm a musician. So a lot of the music stuff is built for iPad and Samsung started doing a bunch of stuff. And then there was a bunch of developers that were supporting Android. And then all of a sudden they just stopped and it went back to ground zero. I mean, dude, <laughs> GarageBand is probably one of the fucking coolest tools that you could have on a mobile device. I mean, it, it really is, even though I don't use it, but <laughs> my son sends me tracks that he makes on GarageBand and dude, they're fucking insane. And I'm like, you did that on a phone? Really? Now there's other functions that I use. There's like, uh, you know, there's a bunch of sheet music apps that I use, uh, stuff like that. It's good with the iPhone is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't exist for Android. It just doesn't. I've tried, you know, even the, the iRig, the IK multimedia stuff of where you plug your guitar into your phone and you can play a bunch of amps and amp sims and all of that. I mean, it, dude, iPhone is where it's at if you're a musician. iRig. Huh? And, and you don't have a lot of money. I mean, if, if you can get a phone, I mean, granted, phones cost more than any mobile recording device, but everybody has a computer, basically. Right. Um, some sort of computer or, well, even still, you know, I mean, if you're going to buy a phone, phones aren't cheap anymore either. So it's not like Android got cheaper or anything like that. They're just as expensive as an iPhone now. So there you go. There you do go. God damn it. Yeah. Alec Baldwin's iPhone's probably expensive as fuck too. <laughs> oh, well, you know, the information on it makes it more valuable Ooh, than yeah. anything. Priceless. So. Fucking priceless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's why you can't take nudies on your phone anymore. If you're taking dick pics, stop. Because yeah. nobody wants to see a, a random dick. No. No, it's got to be shocking for girls to have something like that come through. Like, oh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Chris I don't even want to see my own dick. <laughs> There's days where I don't even want to see my own shit. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's no point. There's no point to it. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Well, shit, let's get into it, man. Uh, we get into the sports talk right off the bat, I feel like, usually now. So uh, let's talk about uh, Urban Meyer real quick. Yeah, his ass, we talked about him before. He got fucking fired last week. Yeah. You thought he was getting canned during their bye week. And uh, I yeah. remember I yeah. said the only way he was keeping his job after all this scandal was to fucking win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> that Mamba mentality, Kobe rape style shit. Uh, none of those yeah, fucking yeah. scenarios came to light because uh, that motherfucker didn't win shit and they canned him last week. Yeah, but dude, you saw Jacksonville on Sunday. They lost anyways. He's not the problem. They're just not a very talented team. I mean, they've got some talent. They've got some good young players. But dude, if they're looking for somebody to blame, okay, whatever. He can be your scapegoat, but dude, that team sucks anyways. It sounds and like he's not taking a lot of the blame for this uh, Jacksonville failure. He's he, like you're saying, he's blaming the guys on the field and their performance. And uh, yeah, he's definitely right. They don't look good at well, all. Rumors are is that he lost the locker room from the start. Really? And that's an important thing. Like if you compare him to Dan Campbell of Detroit, his players did not like him. From the start, he came in like Matt Patricia did in Detroit. And when you have low morale, guys aren't going to play hard, even though, I mean, these guys are professionals. 
You know, I mean, they all got to play for the next contract anyways. Right. You can't manage NFL players, man. You can't do them motherfuckers the same way that you do college players either. Right. Right. Like these guys are grown ass men. They ain't trying to put up with no fucking bully ass motherfucking coach coming in hot and shit. Like, fuck you, coach. (laughs) Yeah. Same fucking same OSU motherfucker shit. (laughs) (laughs) Or Florida or Utah. I think, yeah, I think he coached at Utah as well. But. You know, I mean, the thing is, is that he can coach or whatever. But, you know, I mean, you're talking to guys with mortgages, three kids, a wife, a side piece. You know, I mean, these guys got complicated lives. And the last thing they want to do is go work for a jerk. See, my thing is, like, I feel like they already got their money and shit. So it's like, you know, who fucking cares uh, if you win when your coach is perceived as, like, fucking up already and you know he's probably going to no. be gone at some point like if i'm a player i'm probably phoning that shit in on the field every week just like these motherfuckers True. seem to be doing oh uh, yeah okay i can get that angle like basically like yeah we're just not going to win so we can get this motherfucker fired yeah but i think you know i mean basically the reason why he was fired is because he treated his black players different than he did his white players and this is well documented and um he hired a controversial coach that really nobody with a brain would have touched, especially <laughs> in a league where it's 70% black men. So I just think from right there, it showed a, a lack of judgment. Also bringing Tim Tebow in as a tight end and keeping him throughout training camp. That was and weird. You don't I think, think that was like a publicity preseason. stunt? I don't know what it was. I mean, he's kind of a hometown hero just because they're in Jacksonville and he played for Florida or whatever. But the problem is everybody saw Tebow for what he was and everyone said, you know, I mean, you're just going to come in and play a position that you've never played before. And so I think he lost credibility right up front Hmm. in the very early moments of his tenure. And that's the thing. I mean, so Dan Campbell did the opposite. You know, the media... You know, when he, his whole biting kneecap shit, that whole press conference, you know, the media kind of laughed at him, but his players got behind him. Right. So it's totally different. And then, you know, you can even say the same thing for Matt Patricia. He comes in and is verbally abusive and, you know, is trying to run this, the New England way regime. And the players are like, motherfucker, I saw your defense give up 500 yards to a backup quarterback and Nick Foles. Yeah. Like, don't come in here like that. Right. He disrespected the players. Coming and, in like and, a bully and shit, yeah. man. Straight up coming in like exactly, a bully. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, and so I think it's ridiculous that he's taking the heat that he is for it because, I mean, Nick Saban didn't work. There's a ton of coaches that come up from the college ranks that don't work. Are they abusive, though? It happens though? all the time. I mean, Are they you're bullies? seeing it right now in Carolina. Were they bullies to their players? I don't think Matt Rule is, but I, uh, you know, Nick Saban runs a tight ship. You know, him and Belichick are friends and they speak apparently and, you know, he runs a pretty tight ship. However, I think his players like him. He does coach hard, but he has a tumultuous relationship with his coaches too because he, you know, he's, he's harder on his coaches than he is his players. So I think... That's the difference where Urban Meyer was just kind of hard on everybody. He did get into screaming matches with his coaches. You know, he basically pants them in front of the players. 
but you know, I've heard you've seen you know Nick Saban do the same thing, you know, with Lloyd Kiffin, uh, or not Lloyd Kiffin, but um, Lane Kiffin, who now coaches at Ole Miss. Him and Lane Kiffin were having screaming matches on television, so. I don't know, you know, winning solves everything, but when you're not winning, they're going to pick you apart. And I just think that that's the case. They're going to pick everything apart that this guy does because he uh, lost. I mean, I think Urban Meyer can come back from it. It's probably going to take a year or two, but, you know, the guy can coach. And and, uh, he's won national championships at multiple schools and turned around programs. So I think you can get away more with college. I don't know about that now with the NIL. That makes everything different. You know, when an 18-year-old can go make a million dollars now, that's not going to work anymore. Maybe maybe he will be done. I don't know. You don't I think mean, he'll get behind a mic and start doing some commentary? Oh, yeah. Like, definitely, I think he will. Maybe he takes a year off. I, I don't know. Like, I, from everything that I've heard, they were pretty rough on him. And, you know, they're saying he's a bad person. Like, he's an actual bad guy. You know, I mean, that tells you all you need to know, really. I mean, if that's the the media narrative, that goes a long way. So who knows? I mean, it it could be a while before he gets back into either television or or coaching. But, um, I mean, we've seen worse, you know, get other jobs. So, and he's got several national championships and, you know, Heisman Trophy winners. He's made some Heisman Trophy winners out of guys who – like a Tim Tebow, who had no business throwing a football. He apparently uh, kicked his kicker. Did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. It, it, yeah, who Josh knows? Lambeau. He was you know, mid-stretch. Like He's fucking mid-stretch and kicked him. Called like him a, I said. Called him a dipstick. You know, I mean, all these things, you know, <laughs> when you're losing, In you the know, pre-season. every everything everything gets, you know, is under a microscope if you're losing. If you're winning, people let a lot of shit go. It's, it was like Tom Brady last night telling the interim coach uh, to go fuck himself during a play. So I missed that. You know, yeah, and then his antics on the field and, and stuff. Winning, winning solves everything well, in every sport. It doesn't matter. Winning solves everything. Like you said, it's, right the Co- <laughs> it's the Kobe effect. Yeah. I wish motherfucker would kick me and shit. Somebody kick me and call me a fucking dipshit like, <laughs> for no reason other than just for the sake of being an asshole just because. Uh, yeah, I mean, if that's would. true, th- that's pretty, yeah, that's that's pretty out there. That's pretty extreme, and I could see why, you know, players couldn't get behind that sort of thing. I rip a motherfucker's eyeballs out. They fucking do that shit to me. Fuck that. I don't know. It works with some people, and it, it doesn't work with others, and I don't know. I don't know the severity of the kick. If he was trying to show his leg strength and punt a ball 50 yards and, and that was the kind of kick or if it was just, you know. Lambeau on, says man, it was enough, enough to let him know. He calls it a, a 5 out of 10. A 5 out of 10 kick is oh. what he gave him. Yeah, just because. Even still, yeah, you shouldn't be making contact like that. I think it was a, that litany of things with a two-win season. And a shutout that that really did him in. I think it's funny that he kicked his kicker. It's yeah. kind of it seems so poetic, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Would he have like tackled one of his guys on his defensive line if they were fucking up, you know, or to get hit? Trevor yeah, Lawrence. I guess so. Hit Trevor Lawrence in the face with a football. Complete your passes, dipshit. Right. Yeah, 
I don't know. Right. Just but work accordingly with everybody, you know, systematically down the line. So. Yeah, but God damn it. There's the fucking uh the garbage truck finally fucking came. It's three thirty. I got up at eight in the morning this morning on my motherfucking day off to make sure because you know they're they're not gonna be coming for Christmas to make sure I got everything uh that we needed to get out on the curb and these motherfuckers show up at 3 30. they're just making noise I, now and shit yeah yeah and on my normal work week <laughs> here's the fucked up thing Throw on my normal no work week i'm rushing at sometimes at 7 45 to get bags on the curb and these fucking assholes come at 3 30. disrupt our shit yeah fuck them god damn it <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck republic <laughs> services Unless you want to give us a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, yeah. Urban Meyer might be a while before we see him come back to work. You'd be surprised. Who you knows? would be surprised. But I would say that the that the PR fallout from this is, I don't know, man. It, it's as bad as it gets. I, I really think so. I don't know about that, man. We might get to that in a second. But uh, someone yeah. else who won't be returning to work anytime soon, Jussie Smollett. Juicy. Juicy Smollett, we talked about him. Uh, <laughs> grand jury found him guilty of five of six of his charges in court last week, uh, which include lying to police and staging a hate crime. Yeah, fucking uh, five out of six ain't bad. Shit. Yeah. He uh, did take the stand, too, as we speculated last time we spoke, and uh, apparently it wasn't pretty. He uh, denies planning the whole attack and says the two brothers who apparently beat him had other motivations. Smouye on Monday said uh, Bola Osendairo, who he called Bon, helped him get drugs, including cocaine, and uh, he also said a sexual relationship began to forge between the two at a Chicago oh, wow. bathhouse. Yeah. Yeah, they were a out one night. House? Yep. <laughs> yep. What the fuck is that? One like night, a, like, yeah. Some they old, like... Roman bathhouse? Yeah. They still exist, yeah. They're out oh. one night, and uh, he says that they got a private room, and they did a bunch of drugs, and they fucking made out with each other. So, uh... Oh. Yeah. He made the one dude gay, Ron. <laughs> he fucking, didn't make him gay. He, he made the one guy gay. He used the fucking gay defense. Yeah. He used the fucking gay defense. Like, I didn't plan an attack. I didn't plan no attack. How could I? I'm gay. Well, you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> That's probably the answer there, too. <laughs> but, uh, I forget. Uh, what's, what's that uh, comedian? Uh, it, there's a comedian who talks about that. He's a black comedian, and he was just like, you know, cocaine makes you think you can do, you know, all kinds of shit. And he was just like, you know. And, this sounds like goes, a Cat Williams bit. No, it wasn't a Cat Williams bit. <laughs> if anybody's but, he, but he goes on to say, you know, in the end, you know, I did cocaine, and all I'm trying to tell you is I made out with a nigga in a bathroom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, he said cocaine made him do that, you know? It makes you think you can do anything and, you know, explore your sexuality and uh, and all that shit. So, yeah, I forgot the comedian's name. I'm pretty sure uh, pretty funny. Juicy Smoulier was gay before cocaine, and uh, I don't know, man. To use it as a defense... He's not the first guy to use the gay defense either. Uh, you remember when fucking Kevin Spacey <laughs> got accused of uh, yeah. 
sexual assault from that kid and dazed and confused a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kevin Spacey came out as gay right after that. Like, yeah, that was his defense. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm gay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm gay. So I tried to fuck a kid, man. And I said this whole fucking debacle was a gay thing for me from the jump and not a black thing in the last episode. And uh, my tuning has not changed much from. No, I mean, he was just trying to get himself off. Who knows? Who knows, man? With this gay defense. I wish I could fucking use being gay (laughs) as a defense every time I fucked something up in my fucking life, Ron. You can. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I dropped the brownies. I'm Uh, gay. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I tried to rape that 14-year-old boy. I'm gay. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. That means you have to treat me like some kind of way. I don't know what kind of way, but you you have to be nice to me because I'm I don't know. No, we don't. We don't. It doesn't being gay doesn't make you special. And uh it's a horrible horrible defense mechanism, clearly. Because we haven't seen Kevin Spacey in fucking years now. And, and Juicy Spouye uh, about to go to fucking prison. Yeah, I I think it hurt him dearly. Uh the people in the gay community did not appreciate that. And rightfully so. I mean, that's that's crazy. I don't know if you can make an excuse for that, but maybe if he owned it. Well, you know what? Fucking, uh, <laughs> fucking, it's worked. You know, if you just fess up to what you've done, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. still out there doing stand-up. And uh, you know what? He just fessed up to it. He was like, you know what, guys? Yeah, I was being a dick. I jerked off in front of those girls, you know, and I shouldn't have, and uh, I did a bad thing. You don't think he's got a stink on him, though, from that, though? He does, but at the same time, he's he's still pursuing his career, though. Well, good for him. Yeah, he's, (laughs) dude, he was down here uh, doing shows not that long after all that shit. It's like he did material about, like, jerking off and being weird and shit and we just never really believed it <laughs> and like turns well, out yeah he really yeah. is fucking weird this fucking guy yeah yeah he, really is kind of fucking creepy it's not yeah an act. but but dude i mean <laughs> you know that's the thing i mean he didn't make any excuses for himself he said you know yeah that was me and you know those are the things that i did i'm not proud of him and uh yeah for, I feel like that, we'll worth. call that the weirdo yeah. defense and shit. Like, I don't feel like that works as well as the gay defense. No, well, <laughs> apparently it works better. He's he's out there doing stand-up comedy, so. Yeah, Juicy's uh, probably going to jail and shit. And uh, yeah, I, I, I already that. did the fucking soap on a rope joke last episode, man. He that probably just seems, won't mind yeah, prison. I don't know. Like I said, it's a victimless crime, so. And again, like I said, the fucking, I hope the judge throws a book at him and makes an example. Oh, yes, that's ridiculous. The, the, stop that bullshit. There are far, there are far worse things that people do mm-hmm. and they uh, don't, you know, create madness. The guy's trying to create madness and shit. Start a race war and shit. No, come on. No hate crime. It didn't work. Didn't work at all. Yeah, all it did was piss me caught. off. Piss me off. And it disappointed me with the fucking gay community. Really? I don't give a shit about it. It's easy. 
Yeah. I'm bummed like, out, Ron. I don't fucking care. Like, I don't care at all. Like, it didn't hurt me. It didn't hurt anybody, really. And, I'm affected. Uh, dude, the only thing he hurt was himself and the two corroborators in the attack. And the gay That's community, it. in my mind. No. They're all a bunch of sociopath fucking racists now, as far as I'm concerned, Ron. No. Right. That <laughs> might be going a little far. All right. I get it. No. And... Well, I mean, you know, like I said, I think he did more damage to himself than anybody because the black community is disappointed and obviously the gay community is disappointed with his defense. So who knows? I mean, come out with a great album and uh, maybe people will uh, accept you again. I'm saying he made me question my gay loyalty. And I love gay people, Ron. Don't get me (laughs) twisted. I fucking love gay people. All right. I love them. My fucking husband is gay, for Christ's sake. <laughs> fucking. But this, this was a terrible look. This is a terrible look, and I hope he get dealt with. All right? Yeah. Just I, for like affecting me. Just for affecting me personally, if nothing else, man. Yeah. The principalities. Yeah, it did absolutely nothing to me, and I don't <laughs> care about it. He made me lose the faith. Lose a little faith. I lost a little trust in the, in the community. Speaking of, you're a part of the gay community. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe so, Ron. Maybe so. Speaking of a community losing faith, uh, finally today, uh, Travis Scott is uh, still uh, falling out like a motherfucker too, man. Everybody's fucking going down, dude. Urban going down. Yeah, you were right about that. I'll give you that. Travis, you were right about that. Yeah, like he's gonna have a harder time. Ain't gonna be as easy for him. Uh, Yeah, fucking cactus Jack. Yeah, dude, he got uh, he got bounced from the uh, lineup at Coachella. Yeah, yep. Who did he have that energy drink or some sort of drink? Yep, he got a hard soda company. Yeah, called Cacti. It's uh, yeah. shuttered, pulled. God damn it! I mentioned the Nike deal and the uh, the magazine right. cover last time. All gone. His right. uh, emote from the uh, Fortnite games disappeared from its platform. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look good for old boy. Yeah, not, not at, at all. all. He's making his rounds and shit. Like, he's doing the damage control. Like, he's offering to pay for funerals and refunds and shit. But uh, the response from his audience is tepid, to say the least. Uh, He fucking went on uh, Charlemagne the God, that lispy motherfucker, last week to talk about how he he wants to help motherfuckers heal from this and help solve the problem with the safety of people at some of these big festivals even though he stated multiple times in the press already, he didn't know what was happening in the audience during his performance at Astroworld. So uh, this is the guy who wants to help, though. He's the guy who keeps claiming that he has no clue what's happening around him. (laughs) He just sounds like the right guy for the job. uh, I mean, it's Travis Scott, dude. I mean, what do you expect? Well, as you can imagine, folks, uh, they really aren't buying it. And uh, yeah. Several of the families said that they don't uh, want him to pay for the funerals. However, I think that's due to lawyers because, you know, everyone lawyered up already. Yeah. There's probably uh, some lawyers that went pro bono on this thing. Well, not pro bono, but they said, we'll leave the retainer off. We'll just take our money on the back end because they see dollar signs as well. Accepting that money might be some sort of uh, settlement. It could hurt your case. So I, I think it's all up to the lawyers now. 
and we'll see who prevails on that. I think Live Nation, you know, like I said, I mean, they have insurance for shit like this. So, I mean, it's it's literally turning into, if you net all the cases, it's it's going to be damn near a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Which is insane. Which is insane. His shit audience like is this. turning on him, man. They're fucking turning on him. And uh, yeah. I don't think he cares one bit if they do or not. He's already uh, changed his IG bio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something promoting his new record. So, uh, yeah, he's like, fuck it. Keep going. Well, I mean. Keep going. Fuck him. Well, yeah, life goes on. It's worth a shot. And, yeah. Well, there's nothing he can do at yeah. this point. Right. At what else point, can he really do? Exactly. You know, he's got a legal team that's probably saying, let us handle it. You go back to doing whatever you do, and uh, it'll work itself out in court. But every minute that goes by, he's losing more and more of his career and his livelihood. So, world is just crumbling around you and shit. Fucking yeah, yeah. Change your IG bio. Change that shit. Fucking take back some control of your life, Travi. <laughs> <laughs> make some, make some more shitty music. Yeah, I, fucking, I mean, I'm not a fan, so. Yeah. About but hymens and shit. Concerts can be dangerous. Those people aren't the first people to die at a concert. They just aren't. And, you know, maybe this is, you know, a call to action for festivals in the future and things like that, but people have died at ACDC concerts. The Rolling Stones, you know, everywhere. Like, it happens, and well, I don't know. They weren't the first. They certainly won't be the last. But uh, yeah. fear not, because Travi Cactus Jack is here to help. We'll be right back. Yeah. You're listening to the Big Ass Radio Show. This season on SEAL Team. All this and more on this season of CBS's SEAL Team. holiday season remember the trick the one that lets you skip the line and get your finger licking chicken finger licking quick mmm smells like someone ordered ahead the cutting edge there is no radio station kicks as much ass as you all do online and on your smartphone Strangelabel.com
be back. Big ass radio show, Scab Rano. Yeah, you hear that fucking dusty, dusty needle. Yeah, actually oh, yeah. playing the vinyl. Need some new needles, bitch. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's, it's, uh, no. Well, I'm sure it's the sample and yeah, yeah. the combination of my needle. No, my needles are fucking tight, dude. Yeah. For the vinyl, I mean. I bet you they are. What do you got them? Or what are they? Ortifons. I got those nice Ortifons. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have the Sure MG forty uh, fours on my shit. Was it? Let's go M four four A. M four fours. Yeah. Whatever. M four four A. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's how it goes with the. Yeah. See, I know needles. You know uh, microphones and shit. Yeah. What microphone well, are you on tonight, Ron? You said I was close, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> you were so close. Yeah. No cigar, my friend, though. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> what microphone are you on tonight, though? I'm on an AKG C314. Okay, so a step up from the mic that I use. Yes. The sound of scav, the 214. Although I doubt you'd be able to tell the difference um, after, you know, processing and all that, all that stuff. What it really makes a difference on is, you know, I mean, I'm not sure you'll hear it on voice, but you'll definitely hear it, you know, if somebody was singing or something like that or an acoustic guitar or something like that. You'd definitely be able to, to hear the, the nuance and the differences there, but I'm not sure if uh, there's going to be a huge difference here. But Between my know. flawless production value and masterings absolutely absolutely you're good at what you do thank you thank you ron <laughs> thank you thank you ah damn it ron yeah tech has not you know been my friend i've been dealing with a lot of uh computer issues and shit lately however i had to get a new tv <laughs> you were telling me about this and i said stop don't tell me anymore i i want to hear all about it on the show <laughs> so yeah tell me know, what was, happened uh, you're if i mentioned that my girlfriend almost fucked up my kagerator a couple of episodes ago <laughs> yes, yes you did you like did. clockwork your wife comes in and starts fucking shit up for you okay <laughs> what's going on what's well going i can on? only speculate so i was gonna watch the army navy game yeah. It's a Saturday afternoon, you know, just chilling. Turn the TV on, you know, from the remote. TV screen stays black, and there's a little red button in the corner that is the power on, and, it, yeah. you know, there's a little light there, and so... Sort of your indicator. Yeah, and so like, it was on, or whatever, but nothing was on the screen. But the thing is, it only stay on for, like, 20 seconds, and then it shut right off. Hmm. And I was like, okay. what the fuck? I'm I'm trying again several times. And then I was like, well, maybe there's something wrong with the remote, with the batteries in the remote causing this thing to malfunction. So I press the, the actual button on the TV and it does the same thing. And then after a few times, it just does nothing. The light doesn't come on. And, you know, <laughs> I'm standing next to the TV and I can hear this weird buzzing sound. And I'm like, oh, shit, what is that? And, you know, I definitely knew that there was something <laughs> definitely wrong with this television. <laughs> so 
you know, knowing that that sports were coming up, I just said, you know, hey, like this TV's not working. We've got to go buy a new one. So we go to Best Buy. I pick out the TV that I want. I take it home. I take the old one off the wall and I put the new one up onto the the TV mount, the wall mount, because we have our TV wall mounted. Yeah, I do too. And, And as I'm, you know, grabbing the HDMI cables that are still connected to all my peripheral devices like my uh fire tv and things like that i noticed that the the cables are wet and i'm like what the fuck i'm like how are these things fucking wet you know i look up at the ceiling to see if we had a, a leak in the in the ceiling no it's dry as fuck there's no water stains there's no nothing there right okay meanwhile my wife is watching me the entire time and then she says oh oh and i i looked back at her and she's i'm gonna be like what the fuck does that mean oh (laughs) well i look back at her and she's like well i may have overwatered the plants so we have a shelf that sits above our television oh no and she has two potted plants there. And so the water ended up dripping down off of the shelf and into the television. God damn it. And I said, you didn't water the plants. You watered the fucking TV. And we shared a good laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. But the thing is, is I've been wanting a new TV for a while. The thing is, is I don't, you know, I mean, really, do I know that's exactly what happened? Now, I can strongly make that assumption that, you know, water and electronics don't mix. But the thing is, I got a new TV out of it. I've been wanting one for a while. My television, dude, it was a great television. 10 years the thing is over 10 years old oh well yeah it's definitely yeah. time yeah so like you she remember did. when you and heather <laughs> it's fucking you're, like a christmas yeah. story like you yeah. you fucking watered the fucking tv <laughs> yeah. on yeah. purpose yeah she's been wanting to get rid of that tv forever now yeah so you remember when oh. you and heather came down and uh stayed at at the old house yeah that i was in that was the television. Oh, that's that TV. There. Yeah, it's pretty thick. That's a thick TV. It's not that thick. Um, it's got some thickness to it. It's got a little girth to it, Ron. But you know, well, I mean, <laughs> you, that was hanging. You on can the do better screen. these days. Well, yeah, like I mean, it's it's over ten years old at this point, and so I got a new one. I, you know, I upgraded to a Sony, and then good I good for you, Ron. Sony's good television product for real. Right. However, I didn't like the sound on it. And so I also ended up getting uh, a soundbar and subwoofer set up as well. No, you have to. There you go. And yes. uh, a Sony. Hopefully and so, you got Sony also. Yeah, I got Sony and uh, I can control everything with rem- one remote. There you and go. And then we were kind of dealing with an older DVD player. So I bought a Sony DVD player oh, as well. All right. Uh, another uh, 4K uh bad boy right there uh that thing smokes as well so um Not even though I, I doubt that we use it but in the event that we use it it's there and it spits out 4k and uh 
and they look the, good. The they really do. The, the, the yeah, 4K, yeah. The, the, oh no, great. dude! I I am more than uh, satisfied with uh, my current setup now, and uh, I went a little bigger as far as the television goes, and uh, and so yeah, everything's everything, bigger everything in Texas, Ron. Mm-hmm. Everything so, worked out. So good. All right, good for you. So you know, all's well that ends well. So I was able to turn that frown upside down. You were ready for it anyways. <laughs> yeah. She did it oh, on yeah. purpose. It, it was due, and, and uh, like I said, if, if that's what took it out, I don't know. I can't say 100%, but... Uh, she did that you know, shit on purpose. Over 10 years ago was uh, when I last purchased uh, a television. No, it's market. time. So It's time. Yeah, yeah, it's been time. All right, good. And, you know, the sound bar and everything like that, I can fucking uh, play music through it. I Bluetooth my fucking phone to it from any device. And so now my house is fucking bumping all the time. It, it sounds great. Absolutely That's what's great. up. Yeah. You get to play yeah, the yeah. music now too. Like, yeah, yeah. At will. Yeah. Beautiful. No, that's how it should be. That's how it's been in every single house I've lived in for the last 15 years. Yeah. Yes. There you go. All right. Well, speaking of music. You ready to get in some music tonight, Rhino? Yes, sir. All right, let's get into it. Here we go. Music time. Just like new music. Music. Yeah, you know it's a must. It's a plus when you can play that music in your house on the Bluetooth. Yeah, I was also thinking about getting like a fucking cheap, uh, uh, turntables and putting like having a turntable out there too ron funny you mentioned i'm uh gonna put uh something to play some vinyl at will in my living room as well yeah yeah i kind of want to do that just have like yeah. one you know it doesn't have to be like anything crazy i'm not gonna put my turntables in the living room number one my wife wouldn't allow that <laughs> well just one so, i've got an extra yeah. one that i could just throw yeah yeah see i don't i'd have to go find something but i mean dude i mean they're cheap i wouldn't buy anything super expensive i'm gonna put the qfo out there oh well fuck dude why the hell not damn it things yeah. are work of art well if you got it you got it yeah certainly worth uh putting out for sure yeah maybe okay. i can find like an old stanton like in a pawn shop or something like that put a turntable out everybody put a turntable out get that fano fucking preamp and shit hook that shit up to your fucking stereo Let's yeah i already have shit. one so. dude is shit that's what i'm saying well, man next time you come into town you probably got 12 of them you need to bring me yeah. one yeah <laughs> i probably have one uh in my bag of gear here too i just don't know it but we'll see i'll look through it anyways rano what you playing tonight man playing something off vinyl uh no, no. i'm just kidding <laughs> i could i could but uh, it'd take me a while to set it up. We'll do that shit another day. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything set up right now. We did an all vinyl episode. Uh, Lori and I did. Okay. We played all vinyl. We did a whole vinyl comparison, like to what a uh, track on uh, wax sounds like compared to an MP3. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We made it interesting. I don't remember what episode that was, but uh, yeah, we okay. definitely played some vinyl on this show before. We're gonna do this shit again. Oh, nice. But <laughs> that'll be soon. All right. What do you got for me tonight, Ron? 
Thank All you. right, I got a little uh, Black Milk, Sean Price, and Farrell Munch. Show me. Song called The Matrix. You were telling me more about this song than I know. I just like the song. Yeah, I just don't, uh, you know, I mean, as far as me, like, looking into the background of people, I mean, music has kind of passed me by that way. I just hear what I like, and, you know, I don't really do too much research on the artist anymore. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's not hip-hop shows that I'd really want to go to in Dallas, so... <laughs> I could probably find you some. Goddamn. If, uh, you know, challenge accepted, I'll find you something to go to. Shit. There's a few venues, but, you know, I mean... No, this uh, song, though, uh, this album in particular, uh, it's off the Tronic album. This is his... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like his third. I think we're going to call this his third solo album, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it's nothing new. If we're calling Sounds of the City, maybe his first LP and... Uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, we're this is coming out of 2008, and uh, yeah, I remember this time, yeah, dude, I remember so this like, time vividly in my life. So, yeah, that was like probably the last year. Ooh, excuse me, <laughs> that was probably the last year of drinking a drinking. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a yangling. Wow, how do you get that? You guys get that shit out there, huh? Yeah, we we finally got Yingling out here, and oh. I've been drinking a lot of it. You know, it's uh, you know, normally I I go for uh, IPAs and you know shit like that, but uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's me getting older or, or what, but uh, you like a nice lager now? I do. Uh, you know, if I'm gonna have a have a few. Meaning, you know, five or six and uh, something like that. Lager you know, style's gonna... a little lighter on you. Yeah, it's a little lighter. And, uh, you know, I mean, I drink scotch. And so, you know, with that, it's not heavy at all. So, yeah, I've kind of made a, a shift back to, to lagers. Okay. Just because they're less filling. And, uh, oh, and so, I'm yeah. so not there yet. I can't wait until I get back there. Yeah, so uh, going back to black milk. Yeah, black milk. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was probably like the last year, 2008, where uh, I was really into, you know, uh, artists and, you know, kind of kind of uh, doing research on their catalog and shit like that. Oh, man. uh, No, I still keep it. I still keep it college radio up in this motherfucker. I'm keeping my ear to the grindstone on as many motherfuckers as I can. And uh, yeah, yeah, you already the, mentioned like some yeah, of the people the that are is, on this song, like Farrell Monch is on this yeah, song. You yeah, said Sean yeah. P is on the song. This may yeah. be the first Black Milk Sean Price collaboration. They would later yeah. go on to form the group Random Axe, uh, which also featured another uh, Detroit legend, another one of my favorite rappers, Guilty Simpson. Yeah, uh, yeah, three of them did a record together also. So, yeah, maybe starting a fire with this song here, The Matrix. And uh, also funny you bring this song up because we got a new Matrix movie coming out in the next few days. That's right. I can't wait. Oh, my God. My dick is mad hard. Yeah. Mad hard for this new Matrix movie. And uh, yeah, I hear they didn't fuck it up either. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But I like oh, everything. From the, from the first reviews, yeah, they said it was great. I like everything, though. I'm the guy that likes everything. The shit that nobody likes, I'm the guy that liked it so yeah me too critics can suck a dick in a way that uh, both you know girls and gay men will be annoyed with anyways fuck play the fucking song
song is called The Matrix. Black Milk. Who else? Sean Price, Barrel Munch. DJ Premier on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scav D and Rano. Yeah. Yeah, for every pair of lines I spit, I leave you paralyzed and bent, so clear a path. If you're not parallel to my paragraphs, apparently if they say I'm better than you, there's no reason for me to put myself on the pedestal. Moving forward ahead of you, like you riding a bike and you can't move to the pedals, do. Nobody teams comparable, niggas falling so fast they need to pull the strings on the parachute. So stop the comparisons and compare it up under American soil. We can start with the letter U. S. Food for thought, thought for fools. When niggas will take a life for the jewels and the pair of shoes. The hood is out for dollar signs. We trade the heaven skies for a slice of the devil's pie. Tried to make it my downfall, but see, all I know is the tall audiences applause for the curtain calls. All the best now is spitting the truth. Why? Use a letdown like convertible roofs. I see the mic and murder the booth. Now, killing shit precise like a snipe that's on top of the roof. Ha. You, you love my style, cause I'm not what you used to Come caught in the matrix It's out of hand, how the man got gotcha. you Yeah, 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 my danger feel like riding you, 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 you love my style, cause I'm not what you used to Come caught in the matrix It's out of hand, how the man got gotcha. you Yeah, 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 my danger feel Yeah, four finger ring rap, sling slang Pharaoh the froze good You couldn't hang if you was being rains and rosewood Couldn't strain together some shows If hoes would sing together with soul for you And the UK with the Joe's good. I'm Billy Joe. I'm really sold. Might dust off some red vinyl that's really old. And shop drums on the road while I'm shotgun with a wireless NBC 4000. I got one. I bomb fools. I'm hot. I'm cool. The top gun, but not the fonts of Tom Cruise. I got a pool of lyrical warning shots that you shouldn't respond to. Like hand legs around the ankles of hipsters. I'm tight. Paint a more visual picture than pics or get more. Skull and skeletal or rip fuel. But y'all bite like parasites and pit bulls. You, you, you love my style cause I'm not what you used to. I'm caught in the matrix. It's out of hand how the man got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. My danger feel like riding. You, 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 you love my style cause I'm not what you used to. I'm caught in the matrix. It's out of hand how the man got gotcha. It go punch, shoot, stab, kill, smoke this, sniff that, nigga pass the pills, niggas rapping about daffodils, tree hugger, that's when the cat slap your grill, pee bug ya, my defense offense, offense is nonsense, drunk with the goofy y'all, bring it to my law bed, car can't with the glasses off, pop a fucking love with lane cause the ass is off, crib tonight, but I'm a blood today, Latin king tomorrow, keep it caliente, I send Spanish niggas to visit your label. Ref on me hand and take your digital cable. The guard hard body, I ain't physically able. To test me, I'm gently, this whipping is fatal. Uh, blast catch, y'all niggas past sex. Acting like a boss, get lost, what up, ex? You, you love my style, cause I'm not what you used to. Caught in the matrix. It's out of hand, how the man got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 my danger feels like you, 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 you love my, my. My style, cause I'm not what you used to. Caught in the matrix, it's out of hand, how the man got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 in my danger, yeah, yeah, in my danger field, danger field, danger field. Yeah. Detroit legend. Yeah. Yeah, fucking man. Fucking Detroit see. legend. Yeah, I've fucking fallen off with age. Black milk. <laughs> uh, fantastic producer, fantastic yeah, rapper, Jay Dilla inspired. 
Yeah. I mean, what can you say about the guy? He's a he's a Detroit legend. Oh, yeah. Made a name for himself. And uh, I actually got to see him live. The only time I saw him live was in uh, the state that you are now living in, Texas, Ron. No shit. Um, it's out by Southwest. Oh, well, yeah, dude. But, you know, I mean, yeah, Austin will have shit like that. But I don't know, man. I don't think Dallas or Fort Worth has, like, dope shit like that. And fucking, uh, I don't know, man. I don't really fuck with trap. So, like, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just stuck. You don't I'm like drill between... shit? You don't like drill music? <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm just stuck between, like, <laughs> I won't even say, like, 99, because that was the year, you know, we graduated high school. I, I think I'm stuck between, like, maybe 2002 and 2008. Probably throwing 2001 there. Obviously, there's some old classics that, that you know, I listen to as well, you know, throughout the 90s or whatever. But, yeah, I just haven't been, you know... I don't really feel modern shit too much. And that's not to say that like modern music sucks or anything like that. I don't keep up with new artists like I used to. So unless it's like guitarist or uh, there's a lot of instrumental music I listen to now. If you got some nice shit, fucking bring it on. God damn it. Oh, yeah, dude. We Look, keep it some, very college here, shit. man. Yeah. I try to keep yeah, it very yeah. college radio here. Yeah. So do I mean, whatever it's not the like, fuck yeah, you want. It's not like, uh, yeah, it's not like smooth jazz or anything like that i mean it's got elements of you know uh electronic music hip-hop and like other shit like that it's just instrumental and uh you know i kind of like it bring it on god damn it but yeah i'm, I'm you know i'm kind of stuck in an era of music and uh you know like i said there's some new cats that i like cats like action bronson you know i mean he's an oldie but you know i mean he's got new shit out right like it's and like shit dope. like that he's dope yeah yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you mentioned uh, 2002 to what? 2008 and shit, that realm of uh, era of music. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the next song I play will fall right into that era, and you'll be okay with this next song, Ron. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Playing uh, a little uh, Alicia Keys off her new record featuring Pusha T. All right. All right. This is uh, what's setting off her uh, latest record, which is titled Keys. Okay. A lot of motherfuckers will uh, recognize the sample, recognize the beat. Uh, it's coming from uh, Beanie Siegel's classic oh, wow. track. Yeah, from uh, the late yeah. 90s called The Truth. And uh, we all know who uh, produced that beat, right, Ron? You know who uh, produced that beat? The Truth? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Just, you got to make a guess. Like, you got to guess. All right. Um, since you're throwing it out there, I'll say uh, RJD2. No, wrong. That was... Uh, <laughs> no. No. Kanye West. Oh, yeah. Produced oh, that yeah. beat. I should have fucking known that. If you can believe that. Alicia Keys and Pusha T are throwing it back to him and uh, that beat. So I'm sure yeah. Kanye's getting some uh, production credit here a little bit. Nice. But anyways, this song is called Plentiful. Again, off Alicia Keys' new record, setting this motherfucker off. Featuring Pusha T. 
on the Big Ass Radio Show with Scab D and Rhino. The devil's always praying on the weaker souls, all that we can know. It was all good just a week ago. Prada carry-ons off the Mykonos. Celebrating life on white sands, but only we can sow. Still got it cheaper, though. Scales like a Libra, yo. Playing on these keys like Alicia, that's a secret, though. Only on the need to know. Nah, you don't need to know. Had to tell the truth on this beat like being a seagull, though. Push. My God is plentiful, he surrounds me every day, I'm like a miracle, feel the water beneath me, I used to live in an energy sky. Goddamn, plentiful Alicia Keys. <laughs> Push Scab, the you're, Scab, you got some religious shit? <laughs> <laughs> I might be shit for this holiday season. I mean, yeah, I mean, tis the season. He's coming back, you know? motherfucker. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that just kind of surprised me. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, fuck. I guess I didn't really notice it either. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, was, yeah, yeah. I got I mean, hooked was, by the, the beat was fire, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah. the Pusha T verse coming in hot with the Pusha T verse. Yeah. Like, I guess I really didn't notice the hook. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> damn. Merry Christmas, right, everybody. Right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is plentiful. Yeah, yeah. Ron's TV is plentiful. That's right. Hey, my life is, man. <laughs> my life is plentiful. I hope everybody else out there in fake ass radio lands lives are plentiful also. Ron, you got any Christmas plans? Anything good? You mentioned Aruba. I know that's coming up. Is that like a future Christmas present for yourself? No, actually, um, my company is uh taking me there and my wife. So oh, it's not even on your yeah. dime. Fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nice. Yeah, and then um, there's so many things that I need to get done around, you know, my house. I've been doing a lot of studio stuff in here and, and, and uh, trying to get this, this thing up and running again. You know, the summer months are hard. The heat, 
and you know i'm running the ac out here and i've also got my pool going so i try not to be out here in the summer so much or you know i pick and choose but this right. summer i was just so busy and everything like that uh i just didn't get around to it i was busy playing in my band or you know so i didn't get around to it i was playing shows on the weekend so right. um ended up neglecting you know the upkeep of my studio and stuff like that so uh that's what i've been doing that's what i hope to do over the next couple of weeks chill with some family probably eat some good food drink watch football there's football gonna be on every day because of covid yeah uh, thanks thanks covid yeah. <laughs> we got bowl we got bowl season coming up oh dude we got some good bowl games <laughs> You know, uh, there's there's a bunch of uh, shit I get to catch up on. So uh, I was shredding mail today. I spent my morning shredding <laughs> mail. You know, uh, I got to hang some blinds here coming up pretty soon. So you know, right. I'm just going to be doing mad shit. Big things mad on shit. the well, horizon. Good shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, man? What are you going to do uh, this holiday? I'm going to spread holiday cheer, Ron, like Scab D always does, man. Nobody Absolutely. does it better than me. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, I'm going to see all my people, and I'm going to spread all the goddamn love, for real. It's going to be yeah, a good yeah, one, man. Yeah. It's going to be a good one, because, uh, shit, what else is there to do? It's been fucking so horrible these last two years and shit, I, I feel like I need to uh, really be shot out of a cannon this holiday season. So uh, wherever I end up, I think I got to go to my dad's, I got to go over to my, my sister's, I got to go over to... Uh, my girlfriend's parents, my in-laws, oh, okay. so to speak. Uh, oh, so you'll be I'm going to be busy. shot out of a cannon yeah, this yeah. holiday season, and I'm ready. Super, super I'm busy. ready. See, I won't be, uh, you know, I'm not coming back to the Detroit area uh, this year. Just because, you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, the first week of January, you know, I got to head out of right. the country. And, uh, you know, the restrictions are getting pretty crazy out there all the protocols that you have to go through and everything like that. Uh, I didn't want to risk anything. Uh, we've seen some outbreaks here locally that are just getting crazy. So, uh, you know, my wife said, you know, I'm getting on that plane. Come hell or high water, I'm getting on that plane. We're going to Aruba. Whether uh, you go or not, I'm going, which I don't think my company would allow that. But um, <laughs> She's but, going. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, this is a uh, this is a, a a nice trip to to have, and so I just don't want to risk anything by you know traveling. You know, I already had to travel, you know, a couple of weeks before. I averted some risks by traveling uh, this time, and so uh, you only get lucky so many times. I feel like uh, so I'm just going to uh, throw all my chips into the middle of the table and uh, head to Aruba. <laughs> You'll be all right, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be all right. So, I've been on an airplane yeah. or two during this COVID and um Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, I've, I've I've had to, you know, travel a few times, you know, for work. Uh not much pleasure though. Um Well, about yeah, time I had, you got I had family come something. down here. Yeah, I had family come down here for my son's graduation and so uh yeah. And normally we see each other about two times a year at least, so however, you know, I I plan on making more trips up there and everything like that. So uh Coming and up vice versa. Soon. I want to get down, uh, back down to uh, Teja and shit. And Christina's yeah, got some yeah. family that are kind of close to you. So, oh, I thought they were up in like Abilene. Oh, I don't know where that. Not is. Abilene, but um, 
because Abilene's actually not that far. Yeah. Uh, Wichita Falls. We'll meet halfway if it's far. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to probably fly into DFW. Figure it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, I don't think Wichita Falls has a fucking airport no. that'll sustain a, a 747 or whatever the fuck you'll be flying no, in. it's on. definitely not a 747. Shit. 747s well, are, uh, like, flying overseas and shit. Well, yeah, but, you know. The only reason I know that is because I live by the airport in Seattle, and I used to watch planes and uh, kind of got to know a little bit about them. Yeah, I, I didn't live that that far from an airport, but I haven't I thought about it in a while. I used to watch planes yeah. fly over. I used to be able to tell you what it what they were like. That's a fucking oh wow! It's almost <laughs> like bird watching, but lamer. It was like in a sense, you know, in a military sense, they're birds. I like so. airplanes. <laughs> you plane, you plane. That's what it was. That's what it was. I would tell uh, Heather. She'd be like. I would tell Heather, like, that's a DC-10 or whatever. And she'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sick and tired of hearing about these airplanes and shit. Yeah. No, big yeah, ones would fly. Nerd. 747s are big, dude. They're monstrous. Those are like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. British Airlines and shit. Well, yeah. a Boeing, uh, whatever. I don't I don't remember the name of the new planes. I don't know what the newer planes are. I don't. Some of those uh, Airbus with, uh, 380s are giant and shit, you know, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, I'm yeah. still trying to Something go back. Like yeah, some of these fuckers yeah. would fly over. Um, yeah, it was awesome. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> trying to close out. And I'm talking about airplanes and shit. Rano, <laughs> the holidays are great. And I'm spreading that holiday cheer. That holiday airplane cheer. Yeah, I'll be spread out on my couch All with right. my new television <laughs> and sound system. Good for Killing you. Like man. a motherfucker. Good for you. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you need a good sound system. Yeah, and I need some good chill time, man. It's been busy. It's been busy. Come home, put on that. Put on that Jimmy Cliff and shit. Look <laughs> at okay. Rano, where can the audience find you? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. uh, <laughs> I almost forgot. Uh at Ledwell Music on IG. And that is L-E-D-D-W-E-L-L music. All right, man. And Scav D is all over the fucking interwebs. Let's go ahead and give me a Google short for scavenge Detroit. Click on everything you see there. Support the fake ass radio show. Hit up all our social medias. We're at fake ass radio everywhere. Click our links in the bio. Support our sponsors, the Meister. Modest mix, get tea. It's getting cold out now. Yeah, COVID. it's cold here. The COVID is getting rampant again. And uh, yeah, yeah you need the tea, the good yeah. organic tea to help you through. I had to heat season. my studio today. There you go. Heat your soul with some modest mix and some yes, products sir. from Meister. All right. So with that, I am Scav D. And I'm Rhino. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Or good morning. <laughs> there you go. Or afternoon, like when we started. Whenever the hell you're listening, we're glad you are listening. 
Thank you. Thank you. Very, very much. Good day. Say goodbye, Rano. Goodbye, Rano. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Let's go, boys! Can't believe how much shutting the fucking, uh... Shutting down the Wi-Fi on this other computer in this room helped. Yeah. I got three computers oh, that, running. Oh, so that comedian was, uh, Jack Knight. Jack Knight, huh? All right. Yeah, it's J-A-K Knight. Like, knight in shining armor. <laughs>